Hello, and welcome to Grow With Soul. I'm Kate Ferris, a coach, writer, hiker, and recovering high achiever, and this is a work in life podcast. Join me for discussions and musings about how our work can be a small and magical part of a bigger, more meaningful life. So come on in, get comfy, and let's begin. Hello, and welcome back to Grow With Soul. In the last Q&A episode I did, I said something like, and this is not a direct quote, but it was something like, rather than failure, I'd be more worried about regret. Quite often, I don't know I think something until the words are coming out of my mouth, and that is a particular statement that has stayed with me since it tumbled out. I've been thinking a lot about using the fear of regret as a tool and trickling it into my thinking and planning and prioritising. And so today I thought we'd have a deep dive into this. The pros, the cons, and whether it actually works. But what am I actually talking about here? The idea in that initial episode was that rather than fearing that something would fail, instead fearing the regret of never having tried it. To use that potential regret as a galvanizing force to do the thing in whatever imperfect form, rather than sit in the paralysis of fear of failure. To be very honest, I wouldn't say that fear of failure is something that I really experience in a kind of debilitating way, in a way that would hold me back. Although, who knows, usually when I say such a definitive statement like that, it eventually turns out that I feel it so much, it's disguised as some sort of integral personality trait. (laughs) However, right now in my current consciousness, I don't fear failure. I worry about things not selling as I'd hoped, but more from the point of view that then I need to like work out some other options and it creates more work. It's not a worry that stops me from launching or doing anything. In some ways, I almost welcome the prospect of failure. It's always a good story, a good time to learn and regret and a good thing to talk about. So with that being said, why did this concept of fear of regret so appeal to me? And I think it's because my Achilles heel is a resistance to hard work, which feels weird to say because we exist in a culture where being a hard worker is a compliment and therefore Admitting to not being one is admitting to some great personality flaw, but there it is. I like to plan, I like to think, I like to have ideas, but I do not like to implement any of these things. I often find that the process of getting the thing that is so clear in my head out onto the screen in front of me incredibly boring because it's done in my head and the whole making it exist thing feels like a waste of time. But anyway, that's kind of a tangent, but the point is I often feel like I can't be bothered 
And often that means that I don't bother. Cultivating a fear of regret, however, gave me a reason to bother. I don't want to wish that I had written that book. I don't want to realise in hindsight that I could have tried a little harder. I don't want to look back at all the things I could have done. And so that seems to be making me do the things. I think there are lots of reasons why it works. If you're replacing a fear of failure with a fear of regret, then you're kind of replacing like with like. You're not trying to force your way towards like some unwavering self-belief in time to meet a deadline. You're just kind of shifting sideways. The feelings are some of the same, that kind of fearfulness, but they are orientated towards making you do the thing you want to rather than not starting. Of course, this isn't exactly a strategy for long-term personal growth, but it might be the thing that gets you over a roadblock. It focuses you on what's important. It's easy when you're working on a project or contemplating a life change to open up your mind to every single possible factor and outcome which you can get carried away with and then end up not taking action because you're afraid your blog isn't going to make you a million or you're not going to top the bestseller list or your mum's friend's sister might think it's odd. We get to a place where we fixate on these results or standards without ever noticing we got to that place. Reorientating to fear of regret reconnects you with what was important to you. You remember you didn't actually want to write a bestseller and be on Oprah. You just didn't want to go another decade without writing it down. It also alleviates present discomfort. It's uncomfortable working on something, changing something, doing something a little different. It's easy to give in to fear of failure or in my case, the the can't be bothered energy, because that means you can get out of the discomfort. You don't have to wrestle the thing out of you. You don't have to worry and overthink. You don't have to sit and do the work if you decide to give up and go for a walk or stare at your phone instead. But because fear of regret is focused on those things you actually want, the discomfort of doing isn't as bad as the discomfort of not doing. Since that episode where I first said that little quote and started living somewhat in fear of regret, a lot of good things have happened. I booked a three-week trip and went on it. I accepted more invitations with friends. I wrote a book proposal and submitted it. I sent a text message. I settled into defining my work and myself by what I actually wanted. I feel happier. I feel more like I'm living life on my own terms. I'm not suggesting that any of this is singularly down to being more worried about regretting not doing these things, but it is a part. I got to a point of, why wait? This is what you want. Don't regret the months where you're not letting yourself have it. When I first decided that I was going to do an episode 
on this fear of regret. I thought it was going to go all in on this being it. This is the key. This is the thing that's going to make all the difference with absolutely no downsides. But of course, there is more nuance than that. You can overcorrect into fear of regret in a way that's not healthy. You can be so worried about regretting not doing something that you descend into overwork and burnout, not allowing yourself to stop, to rest, to enjoy your life until all potential for regret has been stamped out. This can also begin to create a habit of self-punishment or or guilt for any moment you're not working towards that thing that you want to not regret. Perhaps a rebalancing here is to include among your regrets not living. To maintain that you don't want to look back and wish you had turned your face to the sun more and gentler, rushed less and enjoyed the minutes. There's another overcorrection too into a kind of YOLO irresponsibility. (laughs) Uh, This is what my experience has been. Prioritizing not regretting something over actually having the resources to do it. So particularly when I was away in Lisbon, I got into this mindset of, I don't want to regret not doing everything I wanted. So I'll just like deal with the financial consequences of that later and I'll order the extra thing or go on the extra trip. And that's something that seems to be lingering a little bit, particularly as I'm recording this in the summer and there's all sorts of things to be doing. Wanting to fill up my life and take opportunities and have no regrets about things not done it comes with quite a price tag. And that can be easy to ignore when all your focus is on not regretting doing the thing. Taken too far, fear of regret can be the same as fear of failure. In many ways, they're two sides of the same coin. During my last few days in Lisbon, my friend laughed with me on the phone that the most stressful, troubling thing that I'd experienced was choosing where to eat. (laughs) And like, it's true. Like I didn't have many meltdowns, but the closest I got was about restaurant selection. I didn't want to go anywhere that was like touristy and bad quality, but how did I know if somewhere was touristy? And what if somewhere looked touristy or actually wasn't? Or what if it didn't look touristy, but it actually was? I didn't want to wish that I hadn't had a particular meal. I didn't want to regret choosing a place and I didn't want to disappoint myself. But really this was fear of failure. This was a fear of failing to choose a good place dressed up as fear of regret. And they both had the same paralyzing effect. As always, there is no key. My desire for this to be the thing that fixes all the problems is a desire we all have for there to be one thing we can do or change and then our life is exactly how we want it. There are multitudes to this concept and it alone can't solve anything. As with everything, it is a tool that, when used with careful intention and consciousness, might assist with reimagining thoughts and behaviors you experience as unhelpful. It's kind of like herbal medicine. 
Eating the whole plant may kill you, but a few drops taken with understanding and care may elevate your existing capacities to be your best, healthiest self. And that's all for today. You can find the show notes on my website at simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast and you can come and find me on Instagram at simpleandseason. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this episode, then please do send them the link and share where you're listening online too. And until next time, I hope you grow a soul. <laughs>